everybody to our weekly webinar series, survival webinar series for dentists. And we're looking at part two. Last week we talked about clearing the confusion. Today is part two, clearing the confusion, part two. And we have an additional coach on our, on our call. So let me introduce everybody we have here today. So as always, we have Larry Gazzardo, Ulster Dental Academy's head instructor. He's also a Dawson Academy professor. He's one of the most talented speakers and content creators in dentistry. That's why we grabbed them. And um, wonderful human being. So we're so glad to have him. Uh, and, I, and I learned recently, he's apparently a, a bit of a, there we go, he has some uh, perfect timing. We, he's also a, a, a bit of a, a guru here or, or master genius in the background of studying these policies, a policymaker, which is always a benefit. So we're so happy and, and grateful to have Larry Gazzardo. We have Robin Reese, uh, Austin Dental Academy's VP of Coaching. She is also a Ben Erickson senior consultant. So that means that she's amazing at HR and uh, hiring. And she also helps our dentists hire team members. So that's something she does as well as an amazing coach. And uh, she also, besides having a lot of coaching experiences and, um, uh, and also having experience running multiple location offices as an operations manager. Um, and, and she's also uh, unofficial, wonderful uh, therapist too. <laughs> Not legally a therapist, but she's great to talk to in, in situations. And then Eric Vickery, one of our longest in coaches, uh, he is a specialist when it comes to just KPI, numbers, analysis, seasoned coach, amazing coach, um, great phone skills all around, works a lot with our, our, our fee-for-service docs. And another also surprising thing too with Eric is, is another uh, kind of um, uh, uh, savant when it comes to the, reading these, these detailed um, provisions and, and, and things that we'll be getting into into a government policy. And, and I'm, I'm the lawyer in the room and I feel overshadowed by these apparently laymen compared to the law, lawyer experience. So no, it's now I know why you're not a lawyer. Cause yeah. if I had to read one more <laughs> of these have not, therefore should be, but not really kind of, you know, things. what's very interesting. I, when I, when I graduated, there's, there was a new, uh, which I think y'all can appreciate in law school, they're teaching lawyers now in my, in my time as well, that not to write like that. They're like, they're looking more for plain, clear writing versus using the therefore, however, where thou and pursuant. That's a big one, pursuant too. So anyways, welcome everybody. Those are our kind of introductions. And I wanna hear from the team. We're gonna, I'm gonna man the Q and A. So if you have any questions, there's a Q and A box. There's also a chat feature, but the Q&A is easier for me to notate. But we're going to have uh, Larry, Rob, and Eric just kind of give us a, a, an update on what's going on. There's a lot of changes. And, and, and maybe, Larry, you can lead us off because you sent every few days, he sends us a great um, summary of, of the law and what's going on. And I put that in the student center for the members. So yep. give us I an update. I wanted to take everybody's temperature because I'm wondering now if people are running into the squeeze <clears throat> of having to take their PPP loan too soon before they're ready to actually use it. And so now they may start to wonder, do I really want the PPP? And is there anything else that's available to me? And that's why I just wrote about the employee retention credit. The payment, this is the, just for those who are not familiar, they should be, this is the, the paycheck profession, uh, uh, right. protection provision. Right, because we were all encouraged 
we were all encouraged, number one, to file for the economic injury disaster loan. Okay, that's idle, one area. Mm -hmm. And to use those funds while you're shut down to pay other operating expenses. Then we were all encouraged uh, to uh, file for a payroll protection program. Eric calls that a P3. It's probably easier than a PPP. Uh, but to oh. file for the P3, and, and I agreed with all of this, the EDIL, that was great. Um, it's a low interest loan. You know, it also came with that $10,000 grant. Um, then of course they changed the rules after everybody applied and they didn't like how many people applied. So now instead of it having a $10,000 grant, it will only provide a grant up to $1,000 per employee up to $10,000. So if you're like a typical staff of five or maybe six in your office, your grant will only be five or $6,000 and the maximum amount of the loan um, would only be $15,000. So for most people, they're gonna get maybe 20 or maybe $21,000 from the government. Five or six of that would be a grant. The rest of it you would pay back. It's, it's for operating expenses, it's a very, very small amount of money. Almost, you know, I'm, I'm glad to have it, but it's, it's really not gonna help me. So, um, and that money could be spent on anything that you wanted to spend. So that's why I like the idea of the idle loan so that you could pay other operating expenses. Um, then we encouraged everybody to file for the payroll protection uh, plan. Um, this is for when you reopen so that you could um, pay your staff once you reopened and they were gonna reimburse you for, uh, or they were gonna forgive two months of payroll. Well, this is great. While you're shut down, your employees are on unemployment. You have the idle loan to help you pay any other operating expenses that you might have while you're shut down. It was a very low interest loan, uh, repaid over a long period of time. Very, very good. Unemployment is good. The feds um, bolstered the unemployment by adding another $600 on top of what the states were going to pay fantastic. Our employees were going to be well compensated. In some cases, they might have even gotten more than uh, they were going to make when they were working, but that's okay. These are extenuating circumstances. We'll let you do that. And then once you started, you would have your PPP loan. And originally, you could file for your PPP loan. You could um, have up to 60 days to activate it. So great. In 60 days, we'll have a better idea of when you're reopening, see this is April, so April's gone, May's gone, but oh boy, if we open around somewhere around June, you know what I mean, you've got this 60-day leeway. Well, no. Once the banks got involved, they said, we're not hanging on to loans for 60 days. If you apply for it, if it gets approved, if it's accepted, we're funding it, you're taking it. So it went from hopefully having the flexibility of about 60 days squished down to about 10 days. Well, if you just applied for this loan and you get it next week, you're not open uh, this month. And there's a real good chance you won't be open uh, next month either. So, but the banks are saying, no, you have to take this loan. I sound a little bit worked up about it. It's because initially I thought they really came up with some great plans and that it really was gonna help us. Now I feel like they've got our head in a vice for no other reason than the treasury just doesn't want to either keep funding this plan or give us the flexibility to use it when we need it instead of taking it now when it's not necessary. So 
if you're one of these people who uh, applied like you were encouraged to do, and oh my gosh, well, got the loan already. You know, we're very, very surprised by that. But now the banker is saying, we're not going to give you 60 days to decide whether you want to fund it or not. We're only going to give you about 10 days because that's about how long it's going to take to get it approved and get the money. You got to take it. So now you've got money that, well, it's, it's a low, again, it's a low interest loan, uh, but it's got to be paid back in 24 months. And so if I can't get it forgiven, why do I need this loan? It's not going to do me any good. So you're kind of in a quandary. Um, I could take it and I could spend it on, you know, paying myself. I could pay my, my mortgage uh, interest or I could pay my rent. That's forgivable. Um, I could pay uh, uh, benefits and things like that. Healthcare premiums. Those things are forgivable. But the biggest portion of that loan that's forgivable is the payroll expense. And so you're not gonna have any payroll, obviously, because you're not open. So you're in a quandary, do I take this loan only to have very little of it uh, forgivable and the majority of it I've gotta pay back within the next 24 months, I don't, I don't need this. So now there is the um, employee retention credit that's not as generous as the P3, it's not as generous, but it has a substantial benefit of up to 50,000, I'm sorry, up to 50% um, for each one of your employees up to $10,000. So if, if the person makes $10,000 within a quarter, you're eligible for a credit up to 50% of that, which would be $5,000. So if you're um, an office of say five employees, each quarter where your receipts are less than 50% of the same quarter last year, you could file for a credit. Um, so in an office of five, you would get $25,000 credit off of your 941. And you could probably do that in the, the third quarter when we start up again. And, and, and you might be able to do it in the fourth quarter, but as soon as your receipts go above 80%, then they say, no, no, you're not, you're not in distress anymore. And so you can't have the credit. Um, but if your receipts are, are less than 50% in the third quarter, then you're eligible for the credit again. So for a typical office, this is about $50,000 in tax credits that they would give you. Not as great as the PPP, but not bad, not bad at all. And so it's just a matter of how quickly your practice gets back on its feet and how quickly the uh, receipts come up to, um, you know, where they were. So it's, it's, it's so you're introducing, you're actually introducing a new, I call it uh, kind of dealing with the confusion, but you're adding a new element here, the retention credit, which I did hear about this. So you're saying that if your receipts are, less than 80%. So if you come back at less, less than 80%, than 50%, less than 50%. Right. So if you're less than 50%, you get a credit of 50% of your payroll? Mm -hmm. Up to $10,000 per employee. So it's essentially it's $5,000 oh, 
per That's employee. Tough. Yeah, Eric, you're shaking your head. You don't like how this. Can you, if you're making 50% of what you normally make, how are you even paying your people to get the 50% And how do you pay op- operating costs? Right. And well, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that I like this. The PPP no. is the, is the better option. You might get some of this. Yeah, you might get right. some of this because you've had to pay your team during this time and you can show the loss. Um, there, there's lots of things that are going to come out new. Uh, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Acts of 2017, they're pulling that back out and you, you can actually refile your taxes for the last five years and show losses in comparison to that to get tax credit back. Your CPA should be helping you amend your tax returns. To help say that, say that again, you can amend your tax returns? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the last five years. So you can look at comparisons for loss and say, we lost money in comparison to your best years. I'm not an accountant, I don't know how it all works, but you need to talk with your CPA and say, hey, uh, I'll I'll give everybody time to write this down. I wanna know the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017, TCJA, how is that gonna help me right now for tax credit. That may be something along the lines with what Larry's talking about when you start looking at these things saying, I just got the phone with a client, they're moving. He's paying his team this whole time. He's closed, he's moving locations. So he's gonna have this tax credit when it's all said and done. So there are some people who are gonna fall in this category and say, I'm gonna get a $5,000 tax credit up to for each of these team members, uh, July 30th, whatever that is and ongoing, so. So, right, so in there are certain we situations. Not to cut sense. you off, Eric, yeah. I mean, uh, Alex, we didn't talk about the uh, tax credit before because the, the P3 was perfect. And that's what we really wanted everybody to do. And then when they came along with the stipulation where they're playing hardball and we're not going to give you any leeway that you have to take the loan, whether it is going to help you or not. Not that now the tax well, credit well, is well, the next two, thing. Well, there are two questions with, with the loan. So number one, if you take the loan, I have a question from the, the audience too. If you take the loan um, and you use it for payroll, uh, meaning you bring your people back, that will be forgiving in a time frame. but they can't go back on unemployment if, if this continues longer, right? That's one problem. The, right. other, the other question is- well, this And, is the, and that, that yeah. keeps getting debated and I hope Robin could jump in on that. Right. that. That could change. Every state's different, but you got to work two quarters and earn so much money. And how are they going to do that in the short window of eight weeks? Will they qualify another in? Nobody really knows the answer to that. That's a risk. You got to say, I'm willing to it's take. It's a risk. Why, why take them off unemployment just because you were given some money right now? Keep them on unemployment. The only person who's losing at that point is the doctor, anybody who's, who, who makes well, more well, than Well, let me just ask you this and then and we hear from Robin with that is if you take the PPP, let's say you get it yeah, and you don't use it on payroll, you just say, I'm just going to pay it right back. Or even I'm going to take it um, wait. and wait. And then yes. I have the money. And if it's going to get yeah. bad, I continue on employment. And I just say, can I just pay it all back in a couple just months? Reject it. Yeah. Just, no, no, but let's say like I got the money, the money's transferred. Yep. I'm getting yeah. interest. And yeah, I say, you, I'm not going to qualify three months later. Here's the money plus 3%. No big deal. Right. You can, you do, can that? do that. No the penalty? problem is, is what we wanted for our clients and all the listeners is we wanted them to be able to get a tax credit. Yeah. We wanted them to get this loan forgiven. We wanted them to actually be able to help their employees and get relief at the same time. And so, yeah, right. they could take the loan and just pay it back, but it's not doing you... It, it's not providing you with the relief that this that was intended to, to provide right. you. With. It, it, and we, we talked about this on Friday, Alex, with, with everyone was, if you can keep your team on unemployment and not access your triple P funds, even though let's, I had a client on Friday, they got the funding, so they had 10 days. So they have till the 20th. 
right? Well, from the 10th to the 20th, they, their eight week starts April 20th. They're not coming back. They're shelter in place. They can't come back. But we're not going to reject the money. We're just not going to spend all the money in eight weeks. So we, we were talking about, well, how can we uh, get caught up on hygiene? Well, we're going to work more hours than we normally would. We're going to add Fridays. That means overtime. Well, government's paying for overtime. That's okay. We're going to get caught up on the, on the government's dollar. And so we're going to spend the eight weeks of payroll in a six-week time frame by working harder oh. for six weeks. So we'll I still see. spend the money, but just delay and keep them on unemployment. Again, the only person who loses while we're all on employment is anyone who's making more than $1,000 per week. So Owners. if you get the money, Eric, you got the money. It's mm -hmm. in your account. You're mm -hmm. on the, you're on, you're on, on time. You're ticking. Yeah. The clock's on. Yeah. You have yeah. eight weeks to spend it from that point, correct? Yeah, but you don't have to start spending it now. You don't. But what you're saying, I could do sick. I could wait two weeks and then come back and do extra capacity. Yes. Six really spend doing, the money. Eight weeks I don't know if you know this, Alex, but I can spend some money. I know how to spend money. <laughs> and especially if it's somebody else's money, we can figure out how to do that. So, you know, but aren't you going to get into overtime essentially? Yeah. yeah okay. You'll get into overtime, but triple right, P is right. there to pay for it. Right. I'm not paying for it. But again, that just wasn't, that's, that's a good strategy. That the wasn't the intention. intention. That's no. what, not what we wanted for everybody. But the other concern people, squeeze it in. right. But the other concern is, that and there's some talk we're not sure but as of now there is talk that if you don't go and apply for ppp triple p oh you're not you call it 3p <laughs> that if you don't apply it's going to run out yeah it was at 205 billion on monday uh and they were talking about 50 billion a day and they're only going to 349 so that meant by tomorrow or friday it's the money's absorbed that's why they're talking about adding the 249 billion more, but they can't agree on what's going to be in that added money. They want to include. Now, what does it things. mean? So a lot of people have already applied. They, they, they've mm -hmm. been submitting forms. That means they're, they're counting in? that. They're counting that. I think. They're counting that. Okay. Yeah, that's accounted for. It's just not approved yet. It hasn't been distributed. Yeah. Okay. Until you start hearing banks say, "Hey, we're not taking more applications," which I have heard, uh, you should be in line to. But so, to is your money. recommendation apply and then? even if you have to give it back because you'll just use unemployment instead. Yeah. But you're not at a loss. If you don't, if you don't take it, like let's say you get approved, but you never go back and you keep your team on employment and you were approved for a hundred thousand. You can just say, I'm paying my hundred thousand dollars back with a hundred thousand dollars back. Here you go. It's so you got the money. What you months. mean, what you mean payback? Don't you mean what you mean by don't take the money is no, you take the money, mm -hmm. but you don't use it for payroll. You give it back with a little bit of interest. There's no later. interest for six months. The interest for six months. You give the money back. Dollar dollar, uh, there's no yeah. prepayment penalty. What was asked, yeah. and at least you're you were in the system. But but well, I guess what what you're what you're saying is what what you're y'all are saying is the risk is unemployment is going to be if you're not working why you know then why they, bring them back why take them off and that's I think to to get looking for loopholes with Larry here it's like loophole okay, Larry wanted, I like that yeah Larry. we wanted to find the eight week window well just hold <laughs> hold off on payroll and here's here's the best part of that Alex is if you don't spend all that money in that six weeks or that four weeks and let's say you've got forty thousand dollars left on the other end well you might say. I want $40,000 at 0% for six months and 1% for the next 18 months, right? At 20,000, it was 250 bucks. So at 40,000, it's $500 to keep $40,000. Okay. Uh, you know, you got to pay it back in the time frame, but you've, now you've got capital to work with and there are no limitations on how you use that money. It's a loan. So you want to pay off high interest loans that you had before or debt, or you want to buy equipment 
or now you got to go spend a fortune on PPEs now, <laughs> universal precautions, whatever that money can be used for, you should be considering so there's still that. a benefit, yeah. even if you're getting the loan and you thought you're gonna use it for payroll, it's still a low interest and can be used for other things. As uh, long as you can afford that monthly payment in two years. Right. And, yeah. and, yeah. and Rob, or you just take another loan to pay that off. Right. <laughs> uh, why not? Uh, Robin, so with respect to getting back on, and again, it will vary from state to state, but instead of coming, instead of to come back, if, if you were to do this and bring people back, and then, you know, we're trying, we're trying to work. But again, government says, can't do it. You know, you tried, you can't do it. Uh, can they get back on unemployment? Great question. <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay. Um, and that remains to be seen. Um, you know, the extraordinary steps they took to relax some restrictions from unemployment for the COVID-19 situation. Um, I'd like to believe that there'd be some um, leniency if that were to happen, if it was again driven by the government to open up business and then close it back down um, to do that. I don't know. Um, you know, Eric mentioned before that there are states that say, once you come off unemployment, you have to work a set amount of period of time before you'll be eligible again. Yes, there's a benefit period. It's usually 12 months, but they're paying attention to that. Yes, they've also extended traditionally unemployment. I think most states are 26 weeks. They extended it for another 13 weeks, so 39 weeks total. Um, again, you know, that's only for, for now, for the time being, depending on when businesses are able to open. Um, I but I, I don't have a definitive answer. I don't think anybody has a definitive answer just yet. Um, until we, until we yeah. hear otherwise. Right. Yeah. And Cause it, so, it sounds to me, risk it? right. It yeah, sounds to me the ethical, <laughs> the ethical position and the safest position, because it isn't necessarily the dentist that will get in trouble by doing this. It puts your team at risk because they can't apply again under the old, under the, the traditional rules, unless right. it has changed, which it very, very well may be, right. we but, 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 you know, probably the, the, again, the ethical and maybe even quasi legal stance would be safest stance, apply for PPP, triple P, three P, what do you call it, Eric? You call it three P, triple three? What do you call it? Okay. PPP. You apply for that. And, and almost like you down with PPP, you remember that? Okay. So, like, so, oh, so you get, you get that and, and you apply for it, take the money. Okay. Because there's concern about, this is a strategic move. What I'm hearing, if I'm wrong, I'm simplifying it for everybody here. Uh, uh, so you, you apply, people are, are furloughed, unemployment, go for the PPP, get the money. They give it to you, wait as long as you can, get it funded. Okay. If you, if there is an ability to open, you use it for payroll. If not, you use it for something else and pay it back. Now, Eric, Larry, I mean, still, again, I take the money. Let's just say I get it in a couple of weeks and I don't use it for payroll for the first month, but the second month of year for payroll, I get that portion covered, right? Yeah. You, I mean, you could pay yourself, you can pay your health insurance premiums. Okay. Um, if there's an employer contribution for your 401k, you could pay that. Those things so, are all so the, forgivable. So the, so the team can be on unemployment and I can pay myself or my, my partner or associate, whatever. We right. Can, I right. can pay with that. But again, our, I guess yeah. my issue is why I'm getting so worked up is that isn't, that always was forgivable. 
the bulk of what you're going to get forgiven is your staff payroll. And you wanted to be have the wanted to, have, and I'm going to get over this. You wanted to uh -huh. have this money available so that when, when you ready. reopen, you have yeah. money to reopen and pay your staff. Get going. And so the whole notion that I have to play these games, you know what I mean? To spend the money that I don't need to spend it right now. It's, Everybody well, could be on unemployment. So, and th this is actually Triple P is actually for people who are actually open right now and paying their employees, but their business is suffering. That's what this is really built for. It's not built for us who are shut down and on unemployment. It's more for and the specialists that are the end of Donna's problem. Well, think both. about any business that's open right now, a restaurant. Uh, sure. It's for a restaurant that that's sense. open. That they, they can't make the money they were making before, and they have people working because they have to be open. You know, it's, it's those types of business that it was built or for. Or they could even be possible for the retention credit too, Larry, right? For a business like that, that's open. But Well, you can't have both. I know you can't have both, but I'm saying they could have a choice between the PPP or retention. Right. Retention right. can actually last a little longer because if you're down 50% continuously. For a longer period of time. Yeah, hopefully not. Uh, hopefully you burn. won't. Most, right I think, back. you might, might that's maybe the, that, be below yeah. 50% the, when they first open. Maybe, maybe March. March you know? might have been where we were like that too because if you consider the time frame we were open, it started to dissipate, you know you saw emergency right but it open. goes quarter it goes quarter by quarter yeah so, so january yeah that's going to be really hard to qualify for on the 50 percent part well here's yep. an interesting question and and i, I don't probably the answer is we don't know but i wonder <laughs> is anything about uh jordana one of our our members was asking about if you do the if the people are on unemployment is your unemployment going to skyrocket now because no 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 yeah, um, a lot of states are saying no. Again, they're going to waive okay. their cool. traditional good, calculation. Good. However, uh -oh. I know Illinois. Don't have us. Therefore, oh, sorry, they're going to because they exceeded uh, they exceeded their dollar amount. They were ready to Iowa, Illinois, a couple of those Midwest states said unless the and, and so this might be another one of those stimulus packages. The federal government says we're going to start funding your state unemployment now too, not just the six hundred, but your weekly max. We're going to have to fund that because there's so many people on unemployment. So. I mean, it's not going to skyrocket to the sense where you think it might. It's you are going to see an increase. They, you know, again, some of the states did say it's going to show up, not as dramatic as it would if it were under normal situations. But somebody's going to have to, you know. I guess somebody has to pay for it. I mean, it might be everybody's unemployment goes up. Period, because oh, the state's yeah. now been. You know, they, they raided the, uh, the bank, bank, and so somebody's got to put it back. And They shouldn't have been spending it before. We've all been paying into it for all this time. So, you yeah. know, there, there's a question on here that I have, I have the same question. If you get the EIDL, $1,000 per employee, let's say I have eight employees, I get $8,000 now, and I haven't seen anybody get that money yet, but um, maybe there's people getting that already. I know uh, one person that did. Okay. Yeah, so I let's say they got the, the okay, good. So they got the $8,000. Can I use that however I want, knowing that I also applied for triple P and that EIDL money gets absorbed into that? Does that mean the same rules now apply for the EIDL spending as the triple P? The way I understood it was that the, the grant portion of it would be deducted from the forgivable portion on the other side, but there were no restrictions on how that money could be spended. That's the part I, I'm not clear on. Okay, I, I've not heard that either, that there were yeah. restrictions on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you're just going to get ten. You're going to get eight thousand dollars less on whatever you were going to get from the triple P. So if, if you were going to get ninety thousand dollars, you're going to get eighty-two thousand now, 
So then, I thought, yeah. well, maybe that makes the same rules now apply for that money since they're under the same umbrella of Triple P now in order to be forgiven. So I would ask your bank that question. And I've also heard that how are banks going to track how we spend this? And there's going to be an application, a certification on the other end of the eight weeks that says right, how you right. spent the money. You're so for, you're gonna, I call it the forgiveness return. Yeah, we haven't seen have that, that, but you're going to have to file a return where you're actually going to have to list, here was my rent, here was my utilities, you know, so on and so forth. So you better track um, it really well. Yes. But, but again, you know, in dentistry, I feel like our clients, we go by the book. We don't have two sets of books. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't do things cash. So we have receipts and, you know, records of everything that we spent. Cause some clients were thinking like, Oh, we heard that we needed to open up a separate bank account. Um, I would say if this was going to go on for a year, that would be a good way to do it. But this is only two months you pay everything by check or credit card. You have a receipt and it's only a few items. It's just payroll, health insurance, 401k, you know what I mean? Mortgage interest or rent, utilities. It's just a few items. You, you've got record of all of this. So, because I, I have not heard banks say we want everybody to open up another account because that means they're opening up hundreds of new bank accounts now to fund yeah. these. I haven't heard a bank say this. Yeah. I've just heard, but I feel I've been telling my own clients, you know, I see the way that you keep records. It's very clear where you've spent your money. You know, we argue about it every quarter. So, uh, ha ha. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I said, you, you have the information. So I believe that you'll be able to complete the return quite easily. But that, yes, there'll be what I call a forgiveness return. Yeah. At the other uh, end. It's going to be I some kind of a separate account. My son's a, a bank teller. He's in college uh, and, and he's like, we're opening so many accounts now. There's everybody's opening an account because they have to put that money in, in that oh. new account. So lots of questions on here. Yeah. And yep. I want to thank Eric has been <laughs> answering a lot. I appreciate that. The help with those. He questions. can type and talk. I, I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, so Robin what of these questions, Alex, which ones haven't we answered yet? Uh, a lot. Um, but I mean, you know, we're, we're covering, uh, I mean, you know, we're covering the generic. Here, here's one um, that was sent in by Christine just saying, you know, she, um, husband, dentist, wife, CPA, business manager team, work on okay. the business stuff. Can we take salary once funded, right? So once you get the money, your eight weeks have started. So you don't have to start paying everybody at the same time. I have a client who knows that hygiene is not going to come back right away. So he's having the hygienist stay on unemployment while he slowly starts to bring people back over those eight weeks. So right. if you wanted to pay that your max was $8,333 to an employee, sure, that's part of the wages and include your malpractice, include your... So you can have some people, you can have some people on unemployment, some people you're using for PPP. You can... You just have to hire the same number of people back by number. June 30th. Yeah. If you had nine employees before February, then you have to have nine employees oh, but before let's June say, 30th. All right. So, so if you, if you use, so by June 30th, all of them have to be back. Otherwise it is not forgivable. So if we're doing a little bit of unemployment, a little bit of this, by June 30th, they're not back. Everybody. Not, for, not forgivable. You got to get every, right. Yeah, everybody's everybody got to be back, back in the door uh, by June 30th. Yeah. Uh, unless, <laughs> unless something changes, of course. Yeah. So here's a question. So I know the application can be submitted by June 30th since the program's open, the triple P is open until June 30th. Does that mean technically my business isn't open yet? I'm getting near 
to mm. the end of that application period, say June 28th, I can hire everybody back and submit my application for PPP, right? But but will there be any money left when you apply? Well, right, and I understand. Right. That. If the, you're right, if the program still exists then, but for probably yes, you probably could. Yeah, you could, in theory you could. And if they add the 249 billion to this, if they can, the you know, government can agree, then it's gonna last another three weeks. This started April 2nd, the money's gone by April 19th. So almost lasted three weeks and uh, sole proprietors and, and tenant nines were allowed to apply Friday. Right. The 10th. Uh, right. yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, that was the writ was, Hey, well, I don't want my eight weeks to start now. I'm going to wait to apply. Well, you're going to miss out completely then. So you might as well go get it and right. then use what you can keep them on unemployment as long as you can. And if, if you're approved for a hundred and you spent 50, you got $50,000 for free. Yes. If you, if you got a chance to spend it. So you're, we're still kind of giving the same advice, go ahead and apply for it. We're still hoping that the application might take a couple of weeks. All of this has happened much faster than any of us could have anticipated, but it still may take a couple of weeks for the application to be approved and funded. So it may be 10, 15 days more down the road if you're just applying for it now. There was a question, um, somebody wanted applied to two lenders, um, my sense is that would be dangerous because you can only have one of these loans. And so if, 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 you know what I mean? It could disqualify both of them. Re if reject the second, if one gets approved, re immediately reject the second one. Like if, as soon as you see anything or if you can contact, I don't know how in contact. Now, now I guess strategically also, couldn't you keep your people on, uh, or do PPP and then if, uh, if you get PPP until that, I mean, again, it's a time frame until they would end of June, then you put them on unemployment after that. Well, have they been on unemployment already? No, let's say they're not on unemployment. Oh, I mean, okay. It might be too late, but I mean. Well, that's fine, but the supercharged unemployment ends July 30th, so you're only going to get four weeks ah. of the extra 600. <laughs> so you might as well take those four weeks now. You know they can be on unemployment now. You know they're going to get the extra 600 now. Keep them on unemployment as long as you can. You know, if let's say that's eight or nine hundred dollars a week, right? And you've got let, let's just let's just do even numbers: thousand dollars a week per employee on unemployment, okay? And you've got I don't know eight employees. That's eight thousand dollars a week that you're going to get for eight weeks. That's sixty-four thousand dollars. So if you look at your triple P money and say they were going to give me eighty thousand, wow. I'll take the 80,000, I'll get as much as a 64,000 I can on unemployment, and then I'm gonna start using my 80,000 maybe four weeks into my triple P, I'll still use a lot of it. Don't feel like you have to use all of the money, Use you, but you definitely need to use all of the unemployment you can, because you're not back to work yet. You don't have right. cash flow. Right. And I wanna yeah, say it would something. Be, right, it would be better to have, I agree with Eric, it would be better to have that money available for your own use than to have spent it on something end. that somebody else was gonna pay yeah. for you. Exactly. I would agree with that. Stay with unemployment. Here, here's my soapbox right now, Alex. If any offices have any overdue insurance claims, by the time we get to the other end of this, I'm going to be really upset. Everything yeah. should be paid. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of time to be contacting insurance companies. <laughs> yep. Somebody was asking about an associate oh, dentist. Wow. If they were on payroll, then yes, they should be included in the yeah. uh, triple P request. Yes, absolutely. Up to $8,333 per month, the $100,000 yeah. equivalent per year. Let's, let's just, let's see if we can get through rapid fire through some of these questions, <laughs> uh, but quick, cause I, uh, 
you know, we, we did, if we already covered it, then just say we covered it. And we also did a few other webinars because I like to do, let's, let's do rapid fire. Then I want to end for today. Then next week we can do kind of quickly like an update on how things are, are moving, things that have changed because it seems like a lot of them are already on, on this realm. And I'm seeing yesterday. So what we do, everybody who's, who's listening, we have a lot of our members on the call. We have, uh, yesterday was our members only meeting. It's more of a group coaching type session, uh, which is really nice. You know, we, we, we talk, people are on the, we can see them. It's a little more in depth. This is more like, we, we still go through great information and we're not withholding you get a lot of information, but it's more of a lectures format. And then we have our titanium, our mastermind group, which is a smaller group. But what was interesting, and the reason I mentioned that, it's interesting because I'm seeing a trend in our members group that we're starting to want to talk more about marketing more about um, the roadmap to recovery type situation. Cause this is like really getting, this is important, it's technical stuff. We've been over a lot of it. We have a lot of resources on also dentalcamera.com slash survival uh, and a lot of replays. I did interviews with, with Robin and Larry, a lot of great stuff. So I'm thinking next week we might start to, to move into some of those discussions. So the members on the call, um, next Tuesday, we'll talk more about that. We'll use that as kind of our basis for some agenda items for next week on this webinar call. There's a lot that can be done. So like I said, just my vision is I want to cover some more of this stuff, but a lot of these questions are getting to the point where you have to talk to your CPA. They're very, very specific questions, but there's also some, some things that I think we're exciting to talk about what you can do. For example, we're talking about this, but what are we doing with our patients? I know Robin smiling. She's right. What are we doing with our patients? What are we doing with our employees? How are we, how are we training them? What are we doing with um, making sure? Because again, my whole thing is we talked about this in the very beginning. When we come back to the office, what are we coming back to? Yes, the government and these things might keep us financially okay, but are, do our team members, do we still have a good relationship with them? Um, what have we been doing with the time with them? And what have we been doing? Um, what sort of training are we doing? Obviously, All Star Dental Academy is, is, is great. That's my plug for it. But we can talk about some tactics and things that we're seeing that are really successful. I see teams that you know, in, our, in our members uh, meeting uh, that they're talking about they're you're becoming closer together they're bonding they're learning they're doing some great outreach they're becoming experts in their community because i'll tell you that really inspired me yesterday talking with the group is like when things are bad and there's an article i posted i believe in the survival uh part of the website there's an article from the harvard business review that difficult times bring out the best in people and i also want to acknowledge all my coaches here on the call and in our in our groups like being so generous with their time, helping everybody, right? You see that in difficulty, it's not about what's in it for me, it's about how can I help, right? And the same thing is what I wanna to move towards with what all of you can do with your patients, with your community. Because yeah, you're not gonna make a lot of money on it, but you're gonna make an impact on these are the people, the leaders I'm gonna to go to. They have my best interest, right? So I'm getting a lot of inside information from my mastermind, our mastermind group guys, right? And our, and our clients that is really moving the ball. I'm seeing the trend is, okay, we got this. Now what? Now we're, 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 we're furloughed. What do I do with my team? What do I do with my time? How do I position myself for the future? We will come back. It will happen. It's just how long and how well. And by planning, we can reduce some of our suffering or, and, and, and perhaps even be a better team as we come through. So that, that's, 
my vision for next week, guys. Uh, I'll work on the agenda. Okay, quick, quick response. Um, and, and thank you, Eric, you're, you're clearing out some of these questions. Um, so PPP loan, if not all my team wants to return, can I hire new team, team members to uh, handle the forgiveness? Well, so here's why would they want to return? Because they think they're going to get unemployment when they quit their job. You don't get unemployment when you quit. So I don't okay. know why they wouldn't want to come back. Now, if they're afraid to come back and you're not really open and shelter in place hasn't been lifted, then, then you've got a problem, not the employee, because you can't force somebody to come back to their job. Uh, but, but in order for you to qualify for P money to be forgiven, if you put, you had nine employees on the application, you, then by June 30th, you have to have nine people in. Good answer. Doesn't mean you need to bring them all at once, but you got to bring nine back by Good June answer. 30th. I like 30, 30 seconds or less answer. So I'm just going to read it. Whoever wants to take it, do it. Okay. Um, mm, if you turn. get the PPP funds, what do you feel about putting the employees back on payroll instead of unemployment, even if the practice is not open or a skeleton crew? Shaking your yeah. head. Th that we had talked about yeah, earlier. You'll have we to talk, check with we, the we state talked about it. Okay, because you about probably it. can't do uh, that. Well, so. moving along. If I okay. get an advanced grant or there are restrictions on it, uh, like does it have to be the same situation as PPP using it for payroll? We, we talked about that. We talked, talked about, about it. that. Probably about not. It? Okay. If I get the advanced grant or the restrictions, oh, I did that already. Thank you. <clears throat> I feel like a robot here. Um, it just happens that I'm right in the middle of a practice transition with closing date on June 1st. Do you think the loan might be assumable, transferable to new owners, even if uh, we have a new LLC? So, so like can we trans? Can can you transfer the loan uh, as a transferable? I don't see why not. It's part of the business. It's, it's not to a new LLC, but the existing LLC. It's the same name. You can't transfer. I wouldn't think you can transfer it to a new LLC. I would ask the question: Who applied? Who's actually applying right. for the loan? Did the LLC apply for the loan, or did the individual dentist apply for the loan? Whoever's is attached to, I would think. But again, this is these are some of the really the bank. these are some things you've taught to your bank and your accountant. Ask your bank. Corporate corporate tax cuts. Again, this is beyond. This is accountant questions. Right. Um, let's see, malpractice can that be used for PPP? No. No. Okay, good. Utilities. So these are fast. Rent. I love it. What are the best ways strategy to utilize twenty five percent rule on rent, utilities, and payment? Is there a strategy for it? Best way to to utilize. I, I took Dr. Ricky's spreadsheet and just took the money and over on the right said, all right, you got $100,000, 75% of that. You got to spend 75 on this. And then what's left, well, you, don't you spend more spend, than that on your utilities. But, but really you say spending the money. You're just spending money and they're going to look at what percent of- If you want it to be forgiven, if, if, if you don't want to turn into a loan, don't spend more than 25% on other than payroll expenses- Utilities, twenty five percent of what overall expenses? If you got a yeah. hundred thousand dollars, if you got a hundred thousand uh, dollars given to you, you cannot spend more than twenty five thousand dollars on rent, utility, mortgage interest, uh, interest from debts incurred before February fifteenth. So, but the key, the key question, the key point is that seventy five percent has to be on, spent on, on payroll. Payroll. On payroll. So if you get a hundred thousand dollars and you only uh, spend fifty thousand of it. But how do you know what you're spending on what? You got to track it. You got to make sure it's in a separate account. It, wait, wait, wait. So it has to be in a separate account. It cannot be in your. No, it, you just have to keep track of how much you spent. I, I would, I would what? put it in a separate account. Larry's saying if you're really good at tracking, do it. I, I'm not. Right. That so you're saying Eric's you, also making clear sense here. If you got a hundred thousand dollars, seventy-five percent of it, which is seventy-five thousand dollars, has to be spent on payroll. Okay. If if so you the, spend of what you spend. 
75 percent of that has to all be all right spent talk to your accountant yeah. about yeah. talk to your accountant about the proper you, this is an important point because you want to make sure yeah. that you follow the, whatever the rules are um of how it has to be separated um so you don't go in a snag robin you're gonna say something no just that's we're talking about if you want it to be forgivable mm -hmm. if you want it to be forgivable Got gotcha. yes spend it right okay um somebody says you do not need to rehire all the staff back would you get a proportional loan forgiven then not 100 percent? i think you get zero forgiven if you don't follow the rules that's my guess larry i, I would i would agree with that yeah you, you got to if you applied for nine you got to have nine back that doesn't need to be the same nine right just has to be nine people you can bring five back of the original and four on um you know minimum wage if you want i don't know so, so a lot of these are getting really specific and it's hard for us to answer without putting ourselves because a we're not giving you official legal advice we're giving you re overall recommendations we can't go into such great detail because you have to talk to your own state law your your accountant your lawyer i mean this is all you have to do your own due diligence we're just giving you kind of our view of overall what's happening from, from industry experts uh but you know what would be very interesting i'd like you guys to follow up for next week uh, i i want to know um from yourselves and other people that are saying and the provisions is how to 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 properly account for this because if this is not done properly you're saying a separate account larry's yes. saying not necessarily i want to know what is the standard i know in real estate and in law you have what's called an escrow account so you don't commingle funds i yes. don't know if this is if this is treated the same way but if it is no, i want to see what to, it is this has to do with accounting the bank will determine Right. The only reason why I said you don't need a separate account is because if you pay a utility bill every month, and so date. you have a bill and you have a check mm -hmm. that you paid the bill, what difference what account it comes out of? But if you feel like you can't keep track of it unless you have it in a separate account, then get a separate account. Or, or the bank may mandate it because they're th fearful they have to help track this. So well, they may and if say the bank right, separate. if the bank tells yeah. you that, I just hadn't heard that a bank actually said yeah, you two. must have yeah. this. Yeah, two, two of them said you have to have a separate account for it, but- And maybe they I, I and maybe, maybe they're I looking at the, that the checks come from there or something, mm -hmm. or you're reimbursed yeah. from it. All right, this will be interesting to see because now we're kind of getting into, I'm curious about that. And, and, and to, you know, hopefully the banks are advising you, again, read the paperwork, follow the steps, that, that well, are, that are right provided. now they're they're making all the rules they're making you know, up as, as, as goes that along. goes exactly they're well so, they're making up the rules as far as like do you have to have an account like i said they're making it up as they go along is what hey, i'm saying i had a bank tell the borrower okay you were approved for your two hundred thousand dollars we require the now the underwriter not the loan officer the underwriter said we want a one-to-one -one deposit put in for your loan collateral Wow. Go ahead and put two. He goes, if I had two hundred thousand dollars, it would be coming to you for the money. That's the right. dumbest thing I ever heard. I have to keep a compensating client, like, balance. Put five thousand dollars in there and tell them to give you your money that you were approved for. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Gosh, I mean, you're going to hear all kinds of stuff from banks. They're going to try to do all kinds of stuff because they're at risk now. They're on the hook. If you aren't forgiven for the money and then you default, they're stuck with the. They're stuck with the loan. So now banks are freaking out. So, and they're paying a half a percent to get the money too. So we hope we cleared some more confusion and didn't add confusion. There, Jose <laughs> keeps asking the same question about he applied in two places and what's going to happen. Will he get in trouble? Nobody's ever done this before. And, and so we don't know what, what's going to happen. I mean, but this goes back places. to what Rob and I were saying for a while. If you're acting good faith, okay, and you're doing the best that you can, 
Yeah. You're going to be fine. Yeah. Most likely. Okay. They're not because there'll be an uprising. You think you're the only person right. that well, applies? I know so many people are applying to every that, places. Right. Yes. But the complication is how yeah. quickly all this is happening because most banks used to get like maybe 50 loans a month. And they were now taking four months to get an application done. Right. And now, right, they're getting them done in a matter of days, but they're getting 500 applications a day, you know, yeah. and, it's, and, and the rules keep changing. So that's, that's part of the problem. That's that what's going on here. Excellent. So what's, well, what's the next question? Do we have time? For no, more we're gonna, no, I'm just going to stop it here because again, I don't want to get too much in the weeds and add more confusion, but I think it was a great update. Next week, we'll do another quick update as well on this. Um, but I'm seeing a lot of repetition. And again, a lot of this we already we, we covered in detail in the, in the program, and we'll, we'll talk more. We'll do an update. But I like to start to, to move a little yes. bit more to yeah. what are we doing with our team? What are we doing yeah. with our practice? So yeah. that we're trying to think, think about not just surviving, but thriving a little bit. Think about cultivating relationships because we don't want to throw that off the wayside. I know how easy it is for human nature and dentists specifically and my father speaking of a dentist is on the call i see him there uh, and and the the he'll, he'll agree it's so easy to kind of get stuck in the detail and then the team is off and the teams love the teams they're the most important aspect uh asset you have in your in your in your business when, when trained well but like anything ourselves included you have so you have an individual organism and you have multiple organisms you don't give them the love and support they will deteriorate they will not be on the same wavelength they will not be where you need them to be in terms of of their level of communication and skill and and we listen guys we have to be superb on customer service when we get back we have to have a high level of rapport and empathy when we get back beyond what we have before because you're going to have scared people, okay? You're going to have people look for your leadership and very sensitive. And we have to be prepared and trained and start working on that now so we get back, we can take great care of our patients. And those patients equal a profitable business, okay? We won't want to forget that investment. And I'll tell you, the PPP, all these things are great. They're going to get us to survive, but when you look in the long term, the amount of money that's being saved here versus taking care of our team and our patients is minuscule about, the, about that's your business. So we have to look at both. So thank you, Eric Vickery. Wonderful. And thank you for taking all those wonderful notes and responding things. Robin, just a delight, our HR uh, expert and just this wonderful person. And Larry Gazzardo, brilliance as always. And all of you are wonderful people. And I'm here just enjoying your your presence oh very very impressed so and thank you everybody for being on the call uh and until next time you guys all ready go out there and be be an all-star bye